back to the Church of Heavy Metal here on Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I'm Ben. With me, as always, is Tracy. How are you doing today, Tracy? I'm doing good, Ben. Doing good. Very cool. So today we are going to discuss what was your pick for an album that came out in March of this year. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, I came across this band. Um, March wasn't a good month for me getting through it, and to run on releasing either so stuff got, kind of got left behind and i was like you know i'm gonna try and fit one more album in and this is the album i was able to fit in into my march listenings and it was honestly surprising and i was like "Ooh, this is nice the hearing it and i selected it because i wanted to hear it a uh, second time and get a little more familiarity with it similar situation that we had with dark fortress and that i wanted to listen to it more but didn't have a chance to listen to it a couple more times like i normally would so i pigeonhole it into here and it's like all right let's hope for the best and see what happens right and for those of you who did not read when we open this up or just do not know this is eternum alkasam it is their fourth studio album alkasam is the studio album came out on march 27th of this year so towards the end of the month the runtime on it is 44 minutes and 45 seconds. The lineup of the band is Antonio Gerton on drums, percussion, vocals, and samples. Akhraf Ludi on vocals and guitar. Maxime Boucher on bass and vocals. And Maxime Legault on guitars and backing vocals. So it seems like everybody had a little bit of a hand in the cookie jar when it came to singing somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. Um, I think that Ashraf is the main vocalist, mm-hmm. but I, I do think that they switch up. Yeah, I'm wondering if they do, one does particular fry vocal duty or one does clean, or if it's just kind of a mixed bag. Because you do have, a think, a sense where you have somewhat harmonicized vocals in here as well. I think that's where a lot of the backing vocals come from. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, this was my first time listening to this band. Mine too. It was one of those uh, part of the surprise is one of the reasons I like actually kind of listening to music at the chunk I do because you come across some nuggets that you're like, ooh, I didn't expect this. This is nice. And sometimes they pan out. Sometimes it's like, oh, it's fool's gold. <laughs> so which do you feel this is? I like it. My first impression definitely did not carried more weight than my re-listens through. My first time listening through it and had this nice little uh, oriental style, which you hear some in metal with like Orphan Land, and there's a couple of like you know proggy bands coming out of or not oriental metal, but um, there's kind of like a Middle Eastern sound coming out where you see with like Orphan Land, a couple of bands out of like actual North Africa that are kind of starting to gain permanence or starting to kind of see as they kind of churn out. But the inclusion of the sound that they have in here is a nice touch, I think. And that really drew my attention the first time. The second time listening through it, some of the luster for it kind of wore off and some of the polish and they kind of started to pay more attention to the music and stuff. So I'm like, Ooh, this is nice. The wow factor. And I think it kind of, my opinion of it diminished the later on as I listened to, because the first time I heard it, I was like, Ooh, this is 
album of the year kind of possibility. And the second time, it's like, mm, if plateaued out, like I'm still probably going to consider you know, listen to it at the end of the year. But I don't think it's quite going to be, you know, top 25 material. We'll see how it grows on me through the rest of the year. <laughs> that is a radical change in one listen to an album. Well, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of like, you know, the shiny Unis kind of popped my interest in pizzazz. And then the second time it's like, okay, I'm kind of seeing things that are listening to things that mm, quantity didn't, didn't click the second time around or wasn't as surprising and like, ooh, shininess to it was wore off. I think as that's part of it. Cause it's like, ooh, this is different. It went from, ooh, this is different to like, okay, we're past the, uh, in a sense, the gimmick. What's their, the substance underneath it. Okay. Um, so my initial thoughts on it were, uh, great, another proggy death metal band. And But as I was listening to it, for one thing, I like the fact that part of it's sung in Arabic. Um, I've studied Arabic a little bit. I couldn't quite make out everything that was being said, so I need to spend some more time with it. I also need to do a little bit of a refresher on the language itself. So I appreciated that, and I believe that the lead singer that we mentioned is from Morocco, or his family was. They're, they're a Canadian band. Um, and I really appreciated the synthesis of Middle Eastern elements by a native speaker. And just, it's not often that you hear heavy metal sung in Arabic. There's actually, and through this band, I found another band that I want to check out. That's an Egyptian metal band. But that's neither here nor there. That's kind of my love of the region more than anything else. So it ticked that, and that hooked me and got me interested. I thought musically that it was very well put together. Um, it didn't. It didn't seem like they were trying to get out ahead of their skis. Um, everything felt very well crafted, very well played. This is the fourth studio album that shouldn't be that big of a, a shock. I like the. Um, if you really get down into a lot of the the lyrics, they are semi-mystical um, or religious, and I liked that, so I enjoyed that. There is uh, a little bit of aggression. This just had a lot of stuff that I enjoyed. I don't know that it's a a fantastic album, meaning that I don't know that it's one of the best albums of all time, but if I was doing my top 25 for the year, it, it's probably going to place in that, I would think. Um I was completely shocked. I didn't know what to expect, and I came away liking it more than I thought I would. That's good to hear. And, uh, you know, I think when I said this, like it's a typical Tracy Metal album with a bit of a Middle Eastern influence, I think is the way I described it to you, or something of the sort along those lines. And, I mean, it's still a solidly well-done overall album, but I think for me, it was the, the shininess wore off, kind of like the step between it. I think is probably what for me was the biggest contrast in my first and second listen through to it. I'm actually pleasantly surprised you liked it as much, but I do agree that it does have a just enough, a little bit of everything in it to keep you happy. I don't speak Arabic or understand it, so I didn't really pick up on any of that. I just kind of took it as some growling or I couldn't understand the lyrics. <laughs> so, but 
I think yeah. they do a good job of incorporating, you know, just a nice touch of heaviness with a nice touch of softness in it as well. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I don't want to overplay the touch of softness because, you know, it's not like it gets really soft, but I mean, for the genre, the softness. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice contrast compared to, like, you're not going to get, like, Opeth Damnation softness on this. You're not getting that on here, but you're getting a, a bit of oh. a contrast compared to their heavier moments and the other stuff. Right, there's a good contrast. And, you know, I, I have to say that the, the I kind of made fun of it at first, you know, going, oh, another, you know, symphonic proggy death metal band, but... I actually do like this genre and this style, so I was I was really presently surprised. And when I see that these guys have four albums, I'm probably going to wind up going back and checking out some of the other ones too. Yeah, it was enough for me to want to check out their other albums. And I'm not trying to detract away from them. I still think it's a solid album overall. It's just like first listen to second listen was more of a drastic difference than normally, I think. Yeah. Um, what songs did you enjoy? Um, I really enjoyed Bringer of Rain. And part of it, I feel like the album picked up more towards the end back half of the album than it did the first. Hmm. Let me see a couple. So I really enjoyed Bringer of Rain. I think it has a good intro on Al-Qasam. And then Hanan Pacha and Ascension. And were also a couple of standout tracks for me as well. And the Piona University. Like, I feel like the back half was a better than the front half. But I think that's also, they kind of lean more into their symphonic elements in that, and kind of, you know, I think that might be part of it. For sure. Um, I liked Al-Qasam. I thought that was a really good opener. It's one of the ones that sing in, unsurprisingly, um, that's one of the ones that is sing in Arabic. Bring of Rain, Winter Ceremony, Palmyra Scriptures, Hanan Pasha, Celestial Plains. I mean, pretty much the ones that you mentioned. I didn't really think that there was a bad track on this album. And it yeah, didn't I'll... feel like it was 44, I mean, 45 minutes, we might as well say. It's 15 seconds shy, but it didn't feel like it was that long, and that's always a good sign. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Now, it definitely played faster than its runtime was, you don't feel like you're sitting there waiting for a song to get over with. or And most of our song links on here, I mean, the longest one is just over six minutes. Well, we, there's the end is six minutes and 42 seconds. So they're not the, you know, too extravagant. You're not getting a 12-minute, I guess, Logging venture where they just kind of drone on in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they had a um, really good pacing on this album, I thought, uh, which is a sign that it plays faster than the runtime is. Yeah. Agreed. Was there anything that stuck out to you bad wise that you didn't really care for? Or... I wish the vocals had been just a little bit more upfront in the mix. Um, but that was just for my comprehension more than anything else, because I was really trying to to understand the Arabic 
but I mean, that's not really a knock because I mean, they, they were in there well enough that I could hear them, but I, I just couldn't quite catch the meaning of everything. And that's more my, uh, lack of familiarity with the language than it is where it was placed in the mix. Yeah, I'll agree. It almost just ended like not quite the whole Arabic and trying to understand it, but more of like the contrast between the two vocals. And I really like how they played off each other, but making a little more prominent in the mix as well. So you can kind of get more of a, a pun, one, two punch with them when they alternate back and forth. Yeah. I think it might be the only really complaint there. But I mean, overall, I think it's a really solid album. I don't really have much to complain about it. It was a pleasant surprise for me to find it in March. That was one of those like, I hadn't seen much internet pizzazz about it. It's only got like, they only have like 7,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. So it's one of those nice little like, ooh, here's a hidden gem that I enjoy coming across and makes doing what I do for Coleca Metal kind of worth it. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I agree. It does make what you do worth it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. This is, and we've listened to a lot of Canadian bands on here and i was i like this I, I was glad to add this i'm probably going to track this down and buy a copy of it a physical copy of it nice nice yeah hey man now there's like you said there's not a lot of people necessarily inhabiting this space and you know they're four albums in so i guess they're probably going to continue to do it but yeah, i want to give them some support because i don't know that they'll ever come down here and tour I don't know if anybody will ever tour it again. So <laughs> I'll support them in other ways. I hope we have more tours. Just, that'd be a sad world if we didn't. Sad world. <laughs> All right, man. So let's grade this beach. Well, um, I'm going to let you go first since... I'm still kind of torn. I want to grade it. <laughs> See if I, we line up or if I'm way out there. I'm like, mm, maybe I should realize. Um, first, I want to say to the band Shukran, thank you for making this album. Um, I really enjoyed it. And while I enjoyed pretty much the entire album, there is at least on the listens that I've given it thus far, and it might change, but it usually doesn't. This usually doesn't, no matter how many times I listen to an album. There wasn't a song that just grabbed me that I will, you know, just randomly pop in my head and I'll start singing. There's no roots on this album, for example, by Sepultura. But... Again, there's nothing bad either. This was a very cool album to put on and just play. And that's kind of where I think that I will go with this, is that this will probably be an album that I revisit and listen to as a whole album instead of pulling tracks off of. And because of that, I'm going to give it a B plus, but it doesn't make it up above that because there were no tracks that just floored me. I agree with you. There's definitely no track that comes to the forefront when thinking about this album that really pops out as like, this is the placeholder best track on the album. And the, the closest thing that comes out pops to me is the intro to Alcazar because it's the intro to the album kind of sets up everything. I agree that this album is definitely one that needs to be listened to from start to finish. I don't think it's so much single songs being pulled off of and kind of keeping with those. I feel like you need to 
enjoy this album as a whole. And I agree with you that it is a solid album that I'm going to return to and visit probably a couple times for the end of the year. And I'm going to give it a B plus as well. Very cool, my brother. So yeah, I would definitely say if you are unfamiliar with this band or really this, the, these elements of style that are put into this, um, if you go back to the Max cast that we released that talked about the incorporation of world music and indigenous rhythms and everything, this is another example of that, really, um, in that this is a band that is incorporating elements of the Islamic culture into this music and it doesn't feel forced like sometimes a band will have a sitar and a song or whatever to give it kind of an exotic vibe this doesn't feel like that this feels like a much more nuanced approach to that than somebody who just goes cool let's have a middle eastern rhythm with a sitar so check it out and what are we doing next time Next time, we are revisiting a band from one of our first episodes we ever did and looking at their follow-up album to the one we reviewed in Mushroom Heads 13. Okay, so back to the, the land of masked men. Always go. fun to it's the wonder what's beneath the mask. What's beneath the mask? Nobody cared until I put the mask on. <laughs> I'm that mate. That was Bane, not Batman. Nobody cared until I put the mask on. That was what Bane sounded. I Anyways. It sounded like Tom Hardy sounded in it, so I mean, it's good yeah. enough. Right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. We will catch you on the other side. Stay metal.